go. Welcome back, my friends, to really? the podcast that never ends. We are so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Uh, I am uh, uh, Spiegel. Shut up. <laughs> That's actually, that was actually pretty good. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Um, Hauptsturmführer. Hauptsturmführer. He's a Nazi party, a, or is a Nazi party paramilitary rank that was used in several Nazi organizations such as SS, NSKK, and NSFK. The rank of Hauptsturmführer is a mid-level commander and had equivalent seniority to captain in the German army and also the equivalency of captain in foreign armies. Why don't they just say seniority to captain in equivalent certain in equivalent foreign armies? That would have been much better. The rank of Hauptsturmführer evolved from the older rank of Sturmhauptführer, created as a rank of Sturmabetelling. <laughs> <laughs> the U.S. The, I'm sorry. The SS used the rank of Sturmhauptführer from 30 to 34. At which time, following the Night of Long the Long Knives, the name of the rank was changed to Hauptsturmführer. I'm sorry, I had those backwards. No, Sturmhauptführer. Uh, although the insignia remained the same, Sturmhauptführer remained an an SA rank until 1945. So, hey, since you're so uh, historically educated. Uh. Um, can you tell me why is it we call them Germans, because they, they, but they never say they speak German. They always say that they speak Deutschland, and they say about Germany, they call it Deutschland. Right. Um, it's like, who the fuck are we to tell them what well, to call their the shit? Well, the Dutch, it's, yeah. it's all one, like, region, uh-huh. uh, Deutschland. Um, hold on, Deutsch, Deutschland, the douchebag workout. Nice. <laughs> um I thought it was a score for the war. I thought it was Germany 3, Europe 2. You're a retard. <laughs> you are losing. It is. I meant I meant like like if it was the world war. Well, the, the, you, you know, like Germany 1, Poland 0. <laughs> you're still a moron. I know. Uh is Deutschland is the German language word or endonym for Germany. Um that's really all it means. That's but it's it's region. It's regional. Hmm. Uh, uh, is defined as a German name of the country. An example of Deutschland is what someone in Germany would call their country. Why? Uh, Roman authors mention a number of tribes they called Germani. The tribes did not themselves use this term. Germani for the people, Germania or Germania for the area, became the common Latin words for Germans in Germany. Germans call themselves Deutsch, living in Deutschland. So that's where that comes from. Okay? So it's Latin for the Deutsch. When I hear the term Germania, I always think of like a an unused title for Jermaine Jackson's album or something. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Um, Can you feel it? Let's see. Uh, uh, they're all, uh, all are derived from the Latin term Germania of the 3rd century B.C., a word simply describing fertile land behind the limes. It was likely the Gauls who first called them, first called the people who crossed east of the Rhine Germani, which the Romans mm-hmm. adopted. As the original Germanic tribes did not refer to themselves as Germanus singular or Germani, plural. Julius, Julius Caesar was the first to use Germanus in writing, when describing tribes in northeastern Gaul, in his commentary the Bello Gallico uh, Gallico or Gallico Calico Calicovision. Uh, he records that four northern Belgic tribes named the Condrusi, Eburonis, Cerise, there's Cerise, and Paimani, or Paimani, 
were collectively known as Germani. In nine in eighty I'm sorry, in A D ninety eight, Tacitus wrote Germania, the Latin title is actually the original at Situ Germanorum, <coughs> an ethnographic work on the diverse set of Germanic tribes outside the Roman Empire, unlike Caesar Tac Tacitus, biggest dickus claims <laughs> that the Germani was first applied to the Tungri tribe. The name Tungri is thought to be the endonym corresponding to the exonym Uberonis. If you go down on your girl, would you be Tungri? Yes. <laughs> Tongue-tied. Uh, 18th and 19th and early 20th century historians speculated on whether the northern Belgae were Celts or Germanic. Caesar claims that most of the northern, northern Bel- Belgae or Belgae or Gia, Belgea, uh, were descended from tribes who had long ago crossed the Rhine from Germania. However, many tribal names and personal names or titles recorded are identifiably Celtic. It seems likely that the northern Belgae, uh, due to their intense contact with the Gaulish south, were largely influenced by this cult- southern culture. Tribal names were qualifications and could have been translated or given by the Gauls and picked up by Caesar. Uh, perhaps they were Germanic people who had adopted Gaulish titles or names. The Belgians were a political alliance of southern Celtic and northern Germanic tribes. In any case, the Romans were not precise in their ethnography of northern barbarians by Germanic Caesar meant originating east of the Rhine. Tacitus wrote in his book, Germania, the Traveri and Nervi, take pride in their German origin, stating that this noble blood separates them from all comparison with the Gauls and the Gaulish laziness. Um, long story short... They to, were cocky-ass people. That's what they were. To answer your question, Deutsch. <laughs> the Deutschland. It's, it's, if you look at where they are, like with Amsterdam and stuff like that, the Amsterdam, you know, the Dutch yeah. and stuff like that, that's pretty much where it all comes from, Deutsch. So it's, it's, the, reg, it's the region. That's why they call themselves the Deutsch, Deutschland. All right. So... Anyway, it's long story. Long, long, long fucking story. Do you know why they were so cocky? I don't care, dude. I don't care about your stupid fucking puns. Because they were full of Shut gall. the fuck up. Gall, Mike. I'm not I don't nope. Not even paying attention <laughs> to you. All right. So if anyone was listening, uh this is apparently is our um overlord um episode. Uh we're gonna talk about that fine film of um of zombie uh Dispatchery. Right. And it's important for me to continue on with this Hopsturmfjör. Hopsturmfjör. Some of the most famous uh, SS members are known to have held the rank of Hopsturmfjör. Among them, Joseph Mengele, Ooh. Uh, Klaus Barbie, Gestapo Chief of Lyon, J- uh, Joseph Kramer, Commandant of Bergen-Belsen Concentration Camp, Eloise Brunner, Adolf Eichmann, and Amon Goth. Um, who was sentenced to death and hanged for committing multiple ways of mass murder, um, liquidations of the ghettos at Tarno, Krakow, yeah. the camp at uh, uh, Zebni, the Krakow Plasso concentration camp as portrayed in that the film w- Schindler's Yeah, Lips. that was the guy that uh, Rafe uh, Fiennes played. <laughs> <laughs> the insignia was three silver pips uh, and two silver stripes and a black collar patch. Worn opposite a unit insignia patch on the field gray duty uniform, the shoulder boards of an ar- army Hoffman were also displayed. The rank of Hops- Hopsturmfuhrer was senior to the rank of Obersturmfuhrer and junior to the Sturmbahnfuhrer, which is uh, whatever the rank is above captain and below captain. What? Why is the top down? It's fucking freezing. What? 
Shut it's up. A, it's a line from Shinozo. Anyways, you can see that he has a different color uniform. His is darker. Among Geth um, is wearing a darker color uniform. Anyways, I wanted to re- I wanted to read that to let you know the basis behind because we're doing Overlord today, mm-hmm. and uh, this has the Hopstrom Führer has some. Uh, is going to deal with with things like what Joseph Mengele and Klaus Barbie were doing. Yeah, and he and the and the Hauptstumpfjörer for this film is uh, is played by Pilu Asbeck, um, who is on Game of Thrones. By the way, he plays uh, Euron Greyjoy. He is also in Ghost in the Shell. He played um, played Batu. Batu, that's it. Who is the? We already talked about that shit, man. That, that character needed more fucking. Uh, yeah, but he looked just like the character from from the. Uh, the cartoon, well, from the anime. Yeah, they did. Good. Yeah, that's what made that movie more disappointing. Is all the things they did right compared to all the things they did wrong. Yeah. Um, so, um, all right. So let's get into this. Yeah. All right. So on the eve of D-Day, a paratrooper squad is sent to destroy a German radio tower in an old church. However, their plane is shot down before they can reach their target, leaving only five apparent survivors: Corporal Ford and soldiers Boyce, Tibbet, Chase, and Dawson. God damn, it already cut through the whole fucking battle in the air, didn't it? All that shit, man. That was an awesome sequence. Yeah, when you're writing about something, you really need to go into details about battles. And yada, this yada, guy yada. gets shot through here, and this guy gets blown up yeah, here. Yeah, you don't really need to go into that. <laughs> but that was a really cool sequence, because it was, it was intense. Yeah, um, the the way that they did it, I mean, it was fucking loud in that it theater, was. too. Um, except for the Except for the guy behind us that kept, Breathing. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. I didn't hear him. You didn't hear him. I did not. All hear I could him. hear him go is. <laughs> 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 and he had waking sleep apnea. I don't know what the fuck was going. He was overweight. He was severely overweight. Yeah, oh yeah. Then he, yeah, he had. And the... so he was, he was having breathing problems oh, because oh, of like, oh. he was probably eating ham. <laughs> um, but the, the, uh, and he was coughing. So he's he had a cold too. Yeah, it's probably where you got your fucking. Your your cancer, um, uh, yeah. For over a month now, dude, I've had this tickle in my throat that it just comes out of no- com- pums, comes out of nowhere, and it'll like uh, I'll try to cough it off, but it's so dry, and then my eyes will start to water and shit, and I'm just like, <coughs> I, I I don't know what it is. I, it could be cancer. Yeah, I hope so. Um, with everything, I was waiting for a response to that. You didn't even hear it. What when I said, yeah, I hope so. Oh, you know. <laughs> Um, I know you love me, but Darn. the way the way that the planes were flying and stuff—I mean, I had a couple of problems with it. But I mean, I'm I'm not going to get into much detail about the way that the planes—they were really low, and then they wanted everybody to jump out at a really low altitude, mm-hmm. which isn't what they do. Yeah, they, they fly at super high altitude so they don't get shot up, like the A bomb, right? Well, a little less than that, but same difference. Yeah, um, and they. Uh, it looked like that they had the door ahead of the prop, the propellers. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> you know, people jumping out. Yeah. Come, come. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? Yeah. And and so I, 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 let, I let it go. I let it go simply because, like, uh, the playing fucking the entire tail section blew off. Yeah. And people were getting sucked into the fire, but it was so hot, which is, I mean, it wouldn't even be burnt. That that section, if it rips off, you're not going to have a gigantic fireball in the middle of that. People would be running through the fucking fire and jumping out. Yeah, you know, just to get out of the plane as it plummeted to death. And um, 
I I just I let it go. Yeah. I I didn't care. Um because the sequence was exciting enough. Yeah. And and the interaction between the cast was really, really good. Yeah. That I was just like, you know what? I mean, this is this is a video. This is Castle Wolfenstein. I'm going to say it right now. That that scene was like a sucker punch version of um, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but this is, I mean, the, uh, Billy Ray and Mark Smith basically took Castle Wolfenstein, yeah. and made it into a movie. Mm-hmm. And and that's what everybody seems to be saying is that this is a video game, the the right way to do a video game movie. Yeah. And I, you know, I I loved it. I loved the opening sequence. Yeah. Especially when the camera followed um followed him down into the you know when he's falling through the air and his parachute come finally opens and then he falls into the water and it gets a little bit quiet for a second and then he gets closer back to the surface. Yeah. And then the, the sounds getting louder and louder. Yeah. It was yeah it was a really intense sequence man. Um, all right so. Uh, Dawson is killed by a landmine, but the team continues onward, running into a French woman named Chloe, who agrees to take them into the village where the radio tower is located. So they already just pretty much dismissed uh, Bakeem Woodbine's character, just saying, you know, <laughs> Dawson is killed. Or no, no, he's not Dawson. They don't even mention. Did, did, gosh, they, yeah. Yeah, they didn't the, even mention Bakeem Woodbine's Captain. character. Um, yeah, uh, Sergeant Eldson. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I was disappointed with that because I thought. I wanted Bakeem Woodbine to have more of a role in this movie. Yeah, I was like, why put just... him in there? Yeah, if you're not going to use him. Right. And uh, we'll we'll bring up the other stuff that you were talking about. Yeah, so... Um, or from... All right, so uh, the soldiers learn that Chloe lives with, an, with her eight-year-old brother, Paul, and her aunt, who has been disfigured by Nazi experiments taking place at the church. After Tibbet and Chase depart to check the scheduled rendezvous site, the remaining soldiers are forced to hide in the attic when a Nazi patrol performs a routine inspection. But when SS Hauptsturmführer Waffner, Waffner. Waffner attempts to rape Chloe, Boyce attacks him, forcing the soldiers to take him prisoner. Which, it, he didn't attempt to rape her. They had an understanding. So yeah. this has been going on for quite a while. Yeah, I mean, in, in, I mean, it, it still is rape because, you know, she's she has to give it up to save her family. But, it, yeah, it's... Yeah, okay. It's still a deal, though. I mean, it's fucked up. But yeah, you know, I mean, the guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's he's garbage. You should be on our compelled show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many guys did this guy <laughs> fuck? Yeah, burn in hell, Hopstumfia. But I'm telling you that, um, and I don't know who it was. Who's the guy that played the dude from Brooklyn? Is that Tibbet? Is that that um, was Tibbet? That was either Tibbet or Chase. I can't remember. Tibbet. Um, uh, let's see. Um, Tibbet was the smart-ass one, the one that, you know, he, he ended up making friends with the little boy near the end of the film. That was uh, Tibbet. Yeah, John Magaro was the, yeah, he was the one that... Um, yeah, that's him. Yeah. Yeah, he, yep, that's him right there. Um, I liked him. He, um, the way that he approached his character mm-hmm. was, you know, very much like Eli Roth's character yeah. in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Hit out of the fucking park! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> You know, um, the accent was really good. Uh-huh. And there's, I mean, I'm not not to get it. I don't want to get into all technical bullshit. But really, what it is is that his interaction with all the other guys was really good because he was annoying as shit. Yeah. But you wanted him to be there because no matter what, he had your back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and. When you're watching the movie, you're like you're you're getting this sense of it's kind of like a mixture between um, 
What was the What was the movie with Andrew Garfield that was directed by? Oh yeah, yeah, Axel Ridge. Was that it? Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah. So they, um, it was kind of like a mixture of that. We have a a, a a a dissenting voice. Yeah, and and that's fine. But you know, when when it's and the way that it was written made it look like everybody was was a bunch of just fucking murdering assholes, mm-hmm. and this guy was you know Mister Clean Cut. I'm not going to murder a mouse because blah blah blah. Yeah, you know, and that's that's actually part of the story is you know this this. This character who is a uh, voice, a paratrooper. Um, yeah. So it was played by Jovan Adipo. And Boyce is having problems pulling the trigger. Yeah. You know, and when it comes to war, you know, he, he's a, he's a, he, he's a dissenter, basically. He's not going to pull the trigger unless he absolutely has yeah. to. And I, and that's fine. But the way that they had it set up is it made it look like that even though he was, he was, Doing that uh, as a choice, he everybody seemed to be against him. Which, again, you know, let's in fact let's get into it now. Which is um, this movie is historically way inaccurate. Oh yeah, uh, because they have Bakim Woodbine, who is the commander of the squad. Basically, yeah, he's the guy in charge. And you have yeah. Uh, well, when we read the trivia, because I already read the trivia for this, right. And, um, yeah, there. Someone points that all, all, all the shit out, right? And Jovan Adepo, who also plays now in World War II, they really didn't have mixed mixed uh, companies. Yeah. In fact, um, it wasn't until it wasn't really until uh, uh, later on in the war that they kind of started doing that because they were just running low on numbers. But yeah, Operation Get Behind the Darkies. Yeah, yeah, South Park, and. Um, if you watch movies like Tuskegee Airmen, there's mm-hmm. a couple movies made about those. Um, I can't really recommend the George Lucas one, but <laughs> I can recommend the George Red Lucas Red Tails, one. yeah. Yeah, Red Tails, Tuskegee Airmen. Or, or Pearl Harbor with Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, Tuskegee Airmen, the, that movie in and of itself is really good. Uh-huh. Uh, Red Tails could have been better, but I think it was – the director that was hired to do that movie was Lucas replaced. yeah near the end of production because he was unhappy with the way that uh, the whole movie was, was turning out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but those those are important stories in, in World War II where it talks about black people joining the military, but they could only be in their own companies. Yeah. And uh, they weren't, they weren't going to mix. So when we watched Overlord, again, it's historically inaccurate, but... Yeah, you need it to tell the story, anyways. I think it actually provides a much better um, uh, drama point mm-hmm. when you have someone like Bakim Woodbine and Giovanna Depo as as a, as people that are on the ex- uh, and that's and that's why they should have kept Bakim Woodbine alive. Yeah, they're the exact opposite. One is I am going to do whatever it takes yeah. to get this job done. And the other one is I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't even know I, if I want to be here. Yeah, and and that's that's what's uh, that's what's actually really good about this movie. Yeah, it, it, the 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 conflict I have with that the whole the whole black thing is that um, you know it's fine. It's like you know the Antoine Fuqua thing with um, with Magnificent Seven, where right. he said that he didn't mention race in it because he already knew you know the audience and everyone else knows that there was a a shit ton of racism during that time period. Right. 
but, but he wanted to focus on the story more than anything else. Yeah. So he's like, everyone knows it. Let's just move on to whatever else is important. So, and, and I think that's where they were coming from on this, and this yeah, side, too. My problem, though, is this, is that even though he wanted to focus on these characters in the story, I'm still thinking about it the whole time. You know, maybe I'm, I'm a fucking, well, I don't want to say racist, but you know what I mean? It's like maybe I'm thinking too much about race when I shouldn't be. I should just be focusing on the story. But the problem is, is that if you're going to try to have some historical accuracy, though, like it's right before D-Day and things like that, then, you know, it, it's still stuck with me. You know, it's yeah, still, but I mean, it's, it's a fantasy me a movie, so you got to move on, man. It's a, it's a movie about fucking people that are being injected with the serum that, oh, yeah, that become super-powered villains. I know. And, so, and, I, and you're worried about race. You know what? I, you know what? It, it, like, like, just to, to placate me. <laughs> Retarded. Just to placate me. Have the guy come along as, like, the cook, and all of a sudden he's a badass, and he fucking picks up guns, and he starts doing Okay, under shit. siege. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I wish you were cooking for us, Ryback. So. <laughs> all right. I like that movie. I know. I do, too. Tommy Lee Jones is excellent in there. Yeah. Everybody's excellent in that fucking Bring movie. Bring back to Brian Denny. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the revolution. <laughs> yeah, with his fucking head bandage, head bandana, his bandana. Yeah, Gary Busey and shit, dude. It, okay, so attempting to reach the rendezvous point, Boyce witnesses the Nazi Nazis burning disfigured village residents. Um, I don't really remember him doing yeah, that. Yeah, I remember there was like some those sick ones that they took off the truck and yeah, then but they this, lined them up. And dude, they... this fucking jumps way forward because mm-hmm. they don't even talk. All right, so anyways, um, once inside the base, Boyce learns that there are various experiments taking place in the lab. See, uh, it this jumps way too much because, because okay, so Tibbet and Chase depart and then um uh Russell, Russell's character, whoever his name is. Hold on a second. Uh Cap- Corporal Ford. So Ford says, "Hey, dude, I need you to um I need you to go find uh Tibbet and Chase because uh, this is going to get messy. Mm-hmm. And then they, they bring uh, Hops, Thurmer, Waffner upstairs and tie him up. So that's not even explained right here in, in the Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so after you know attempting to reach the rendezvous point, uh, looking for Tibbet and Chase, Boyce witnesses the Nazis burning disfigured village re- residents. Uh, he's nearly caught by a dog and is forced to take refuge in a truck carrying the bodies of some of the other paratroopers. Once inside, Boyce learns that there are various experiments taking place in the lab based around the, a mysterious liquid component the Nazis discovered. Uh, by distilling an ancient tar through human bodies, which they really didn't explain what it was, but okay, I don't know what ancient tar is. Uh, the the goop that was in the little yeah, the orange the, uh, liquid. No, 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 the goop oh. that was in the in the okay in the well, or if you yeah. want to call it that, from under the church. Boyce takes a sample of the serum, which is the red stuff that was in the, uh, and rescues Rosenfeld, another member of the paratrooper squad who was captured by Nazis and es- and escapes the castle. Um, the fucking best part of that whole entire sequence yeah. was the head. Yes, the head sitting on top. Uh, yeah, it was sitting on the fucking. Uh, the, the the operating table, if you want to yeah. call it that, and you know it's got that the the uh, the U thing for the head to lie in, yeah, and, and the, you see the the neck, the spine was hanging, yeah. part of the spine was hanging out, yeah, and, and it's just saying mercy, yeah, so that was mercy. fucking cool, that was creepier and shit, yeah, it was good, it, yeah, that was <clears throat> that was definitely uh, creepy, and then you know they had the soldier with the tube sticking in his chest, like what the fuck are they doing to him, and yeah, Rosenfeld, yeah, and then they had to pull that fucking thing out of him, yeah. But it was uh, on his, and then that was cool because they didn't have it on his right side; they had it on his left side. Uh-huh. 
So there's, you know, that's where the 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 non uh, important organs are. Uh-huh. So they pulled it out of them and went from there. And, the, and I, I the initial the initial sequence, this whole him going into the castle, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Uh, it's the church. It's underneath the church. And then walking around the church again. This is this is straight out of fucking Castle Wolfenstein, yeah. like the original Castle Wolfenstein. We're not talking about the ones that came out later, which are a little bit more realistic than the 3D ones, like the original the ones one. look like Doom. No, the original, the one that's it's a fucking top down view and it's like a scroller. Oh, okay, that one. Um, those because you're just you're running around, you're hiding, and if you get caught, you know, and then you can shoot a Nazi. And then take his shit, and then you can flash, you know, badges and whatnot. Yeah. And if you get in the right spot, they can't see, and you can shoot across the room and fucking. And if you're really good, you can run and point your gun, and and shoot and all in one turn, and 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 kill like they they have guys sitting at desks doing fucking. And then you can walk up to them and talk to them, and then they'll stamp your 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 fucking thing. Yeah. It's it's actually really cool the way. That whole interaction was, but the original Castle Wolfenstein, not not the Doom, not 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 the ID version. Okay, the original original version of Castle Wolfenstein is most like this, where he's hiding around corners and whatnot. Okay, more stealthy. Yeah, and and this is what's going on. That's what Boyce is doing is he's hiding around the corner, and then he finally gets out with with Rosenfeld and goes back to town. Yeah, you know, so. Mm-hmm. So uh, with time, or I'm sorry, back at back at the attic, Waffner refuses to explain what the serum is when questioned, and is subsequently beaten by Ford. As the squad prepares to assault the church, Waffner attempts to escape, shooting and killing Chase in the process, driving Boyce to use the serum on Chase after his death. Uh, the serum restores Chase to life, but he immediately begins to mutate, showing inhuman strength, a resistance to gunfire, and turns hostile, forcing Boyce to pulverize Chase's head to stop him. In the midst of the chaos, Waffner escapes while taking Paul as a hostage, although part of his face is blown off by Ford in the subsequent shootout. Which was a I, I like the the uh, the makeup on that. Yeah, oh, but really? I, I like the shootout. I liked I liked the entire. There it is, Ian Gastiker. You know what pissed me off about that whole scene with um with it with uh with with Chase's character when he dies and then they re- resurrect him, was that they gave away most of it in the fucking trailer. That pissed me off. Oh, see, I I didn't really. Well, I watched like the first trailer. That was it. Uh-huh. Um. I, so so I you know they, the only <laughs> thing they didn't show in the trailer was you know his end result where he gets his head bashed in and then also where the bones start poking through his skin. Right. But, the, but the, other than that, they showed the rest of it. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? You, you know they could have held back a little bit in the trailer. Yeah, I, I think for the most part, I mean, when you're doing a movie like this, you have like. You know how we are. We, I mean, both of us are on the same page when it comes to trailers giving away everything. Yeah. This trailer really didn't, but it, the, the movie felt like it didn't have a lot anyways. It didn't have a lot to say. And so you had to put something in there. Yeah. You know? Because, I mean... You can't you... just have, like, the kid... Like, you know, the kid... I guess what they could have done is just mm. had... You know what they should have done? Here's how what they should have done. They should have shown the 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 veins on the guy yeah. and then him getting all kind of creepy. Yeah. And then it cuts to the ball falling down the stairs mm. as the Nazis are coming up. Yeah. And that just, that'll fuck with everybody. Yeah. Because that, I mean, that sequence happens. Yeah. But it happens in an opposite way. Yeah. You know, because Hoffman, uh, Waffner is is the guy that's up in the attic when all, when the ball comes rolling down. Yeah. 
and I'm sorry. Um, no, he's not. That's that's when he's he's trying to seduce Chloe. Yeah, and, and their the soldiers and, are hiding. Yeah, yeah, the soldiers, and then the, the Nazis are coming up the stairs, and then that ball comes down. You know. Yeah. So if you had done that in the trailer, where you just show the veins coming out, you know, yeah. and then and then you see you can have him turn or whatever he does, and then you see the fucking ball coming down the stairs again. That. That's a that's a misdirection, right? Yeah, and it would make a, for a better trailer, I think. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I kind of wish they hadn't given away a little too much, but yeah, I, I agree with that. You know, like, uh, <laughs> did you did you notice the um, the uh, the evil scientist, the Nazi scientist? He, I, I do when they showed a quick glimpses of him in the trailer. I thought that that was um, Bill Sadler. Oh yeah, you know, and it wasn't him, of course. It was another actor, but. Um, but yeah, they they only showed him a couple times in the entire film. They didn't show him much at all. Huh. He was uh Yeah, he got into a fight with Boyce and, you know, that was pretty much it. Yeah. You know, and and I think if you count from when the movie if you don't count the the beginning of the of the the plane flight, but like when once they get attacked and they crash, I think that the the rest of the movie covers about I'd say the span of what maybe a few hours at the most. Yeah, it it goes uh um from night to day. Isn't it like six hours or some shit like that? It's like really short. Yeah, four to six hours. Yeah, so, I mean, this movie's like quick. It's just, uh, you know, it does, and so there's not much to tell, which I'm, I'm glad that they didn't ex- they didn't go into an explanation about all the, um, you know, how they're experimenting and stuff like that. I mean, I like some mystery you know, right. with that, you know, because, you know, you've we, already seen it all with horror films. So it's cool not to just explain everything. Right. But, um, but yeah, they still felt like the farther along that the movie was going... I was noticing that the allure was starting to wear off and it was starting to become more like I started to see what was missing from it, you know, and then by the time you get to the third act, which we're about to read about, yeah, then we was, so, uh, with time running out until the deadline when the radio tower must be destroyed, Boyce convinces Ford that destroying the laboratory has to be their priority. While Rosenfeld and Tibbet create a distraction at the main entrance, Ford, Boyce, and Chloe enter the base through the sewers that Boyce previously used to escape, with Boyce and Ford planting the explosives while Chloe rescues Ford. Ford is attacked by a mutated Waffner, who has injected himself with a combination of untested serums, which heals his injuries while driving him increasingly insane. You know, more insane than a... Then uh, Hoffenstaffel, what is it? Hopsturmfeld. Hopsturmfeld, like it was already. Um, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> all right. Um, so. Uh, when Boyce manages to distract Waffner. When Boyce manages to distract, yeah. The, the injured Ford injects himself with another sample of the serum, allowing him to force Waffner down the Which pit. is not, I mean, it wasn't that. Boyce, Boyce had the, the serum, and he basically gave it to Ford. Yeah. So. All right, so yeah, the, um, but then he uh, he forces Boyce to leave him behind and finish setting off the dynamite. Boyce succeeds in blowing up the radio tower and the laboratory, escaping just in time for the church and radio tower to collapse behind him, which was a cool sequence when he was running out. Right. You know, it was very cool. Like, you, I, if they ever made a video game for this film, yeah, I could totally see what they would, you know, certain sequences they did. They it's have. called Castle Wolfenstein. Or, yeah, over that. Um, after the destruction of the radio tower, Boyce reports to their superiors that Ford chose to plant the bombs inside the church rather than outside to ensure its destruction. Choosing to avoid mentioning the serum or the lab, as Ford believed that neither side should possess the serum. 
The military accepts this story, and the soldiers are informed that they will be reassigned to another company as the war continues. Right. I was kind of hoping that there'd be one of those, you know, like the, you know, the end of an '80s film, like where you find out there's like uh, the hand sticks through. Yeah, or you know, there's an egg. There's a there's a dinosaur egg. You know, you know, kind of that shit, right? You know, like so there. Yeah, there would have been something like, uh, like one of the zombies gets out, or you know, I'm sorry, thousands of yes soldiers. Right. Gets out, or 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 Ford. You see Ford, you know, digging through. Yeah. Yeah, something, right? Right. So, um, but whatever, I, you know, and I, I think that and the problem was that, you know, the it, it, the movie became predictable at the end, you know. They Redundant. Just, yeah, they, I mean, they, they they ended up getting, just getting, it was this big battle with fucking, with Waffner, and, and it was Ford. like, and I was, yeah, and I was just, I was like, God, they, I was hoping that they would do something else. I don't know what it would be, but it just wouldn't be that, because it just, that just felt lame. It, it really did. It felt Yeah, like, it's just overdone. Yeah, it felt like they ran out of ideas, you know, and... You know, it might as well have been uh, fucking Wolverine versus the uh, Silver Samurai or something. You know what I mean? It's just or Deadpool. Yeah, <laughs> or that. Yeah. So it, yeah, it just uh, so. But and then the movie ends, and you're just like, oh, okay. So like the movie starts on a high, and then it stays there for a good mo- while, and then all of a sudden it starts to slowly wane, and then then you get to the third act, and it's just like, mm. it's like okay, kind of cool, but eh, not really. Yeah, I was I was kind of waiting for like you know if you've ever played uh, the id software version of Doom where they have Hitler with the big chain guns yeah. coming out at you and you got to fight them. I was kind of expecting that. Yeah. In terms of you know what they were experimenting Super with fia. and <laughs> you know yeah not I mean it doesn't necessarily have to be Hitler but yeah you know it it could have been anybody else. I mean they did have some really cool sequences where they had like guys with like the he's missing his arm yeah. and he's punching through walls with a fucking bone and and he's trying to kill Chloe uh as she's trying to escape and then the dude gets shot multiple multiple times yeah and then he he gets back up but the way he does it all is fucking creepy yeah. like that type of stuff would have served them better at the end of the movie instead of this Waffner guy. Yeah. Like, the, if if Waffner had had turned into, like, basically just, like, a, a thinking zombie type of thing. Yeah. Right? Where he's, he's, he's hard to kill. I mean, you can kill him, but it's still an obstacle, right? And he's still chasing them. Yeah. And, and then you have Ford, who, you know, is going to be the guy that, Sac, quote unquote, sacrifices himself, right? Yeah. But in the meantime, they could have just done away with injecting anybody with the serum other than uh, uh, Chase, because you have to have that to show what the serum will do to people that aren't prepared for it. Yeah. And you have Waffner, who does take the serum and turns into this fucking Ubermensch, right? And then you have four take it, and then now they're fighting again. <laughs> Blah. <laughs> you know, and and I was more compelled to watch the stuff that was going on between Boyce and Chloe while that fucking the like the fucking uh, the weird guy with the stumpy arm yeah is chasing them right and he's and he's not he's like that was the X Men Origins Wolverine uh, Deadpool version yeah and <laughs> as he's chasing but like he's not full on running he's like shuffle walking yeah you know or or uh uh. What do they call the jog? The, the 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 fast jog. Speed running. Speed jogging. Speed walking. Speed walking. He's like speed walk shuffling. Yeah. You know, and I loved it because he's 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 like zombieing out, and he's trying to move faster, and he's also trying to figure out what's going on around him at the it, same time. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's like a kid. He's like a baby that just learned how to walk. Yeah. 
and it, it, and that works so well. And it would have been better if if Waffner was like the next step up from that. Yeah, he's still. I mean, he's still learning how to walk, and he's taking like these stumble steps. Yeah, but and then he and then he catches up to himself, you know. And and as as because I mean, he got his fucking fingers blown off. Yeah, and and, and it would have been cool to have his fingers kind of start growing back. You know, yeah. so he's got these these bones sticking out, yeah, and then his his face is all healing. But it would have been better to have like the teeth grow longer to cover up the hole, yeah. So you have you know not not necessarily teeth, but the jawbone, yeah. You know, so it still moves and it's still hinged, but it's starting to cover the face, yeah. So it's protective, yeah. You know, you know what? This movie should have just gone fucking over the top at the end, like just it should have went to full on uh, Wolfenstein. Like just uh, no, but you don't need to do that again. I mean, you could have just kept it simple with the Waffner guy being just the next step up, and they have to kill him. And as he comes out, you know, they could fucking blow him up or stick a bomb up his ass or whatever, yeah. right? You know, yeah. and and blow him up, and then the whole the whole castle comes crumbling down around him, right? Yeah. Or and then his hand sticking out, and it goes, you know, gives him the finger, or <laughs> whatever. At the or end. does the seek Heil. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 I think I think that third act would have been would have would have sold the movie much better yeah. than this this typical fight to the death leader bullshit. versus leader shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, and that's disappointing because this movie I I had high hopes for it, you know, right. and and I look I was expecting that it was going to suck, you know. I I had the part of me thinking that it might. And the movie doesn't suck. It just it just loses steam in the third act, it, and that's the problem. Yeah, and and I agree with that totally. So, um, but I don't regret seeing it. I just you know I I don't think I'll ever care to see it again because because uh, of you know because of because of its fizzle. You know it it kind of sucks. It, I'd say uh, I'd probably give the movie a uh, five and a half, maybe a six. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah. So um. All right. Uh, news wise. Oh no. Let's do the trivia. Let's do the trivia. You want to do the trivia? Yeah. Let's do the trivia. Then pull the trivia up. Oh, God damn it! Uh, Don't you have it? Yeah, the trivia's not very long for this movie, so... Okay, you'll vet this. All right, so um, the uh, first sequence, which sees the soldiers jumping from a burning plane, was done by rigging a plane on a gimbal, actually blowing up the front, tilting it as it were actually falling through the air and sending stuntmen tumbling through real fire. Okay. All right. It took five hours to apply the um, the face makeup to uh, Pilo Asbeck for um, for playing his disfigured, mutated face. <laughs> for playing his mutated face. Yeah, his appearance. Uh, let's see. Uh, J.J. Abrams confirmed uh, during a convention that um, that this is not going to be in the Cloverfield universe. The cinema con- pr- pr- uh, convention. Yeah. All right. Uh, the movie featured more practical effects rather than the standard CGI, CGI effects most movies use. This was done to get a better reaction from the actors involved in the scenes where something gruesome would happen. Which I liked. Yeah, I definitely liked the, a lot of the practical shit they did. Uh, one of the filming locations for the film was a decommissioned branch line of the Heritage Train Line and popular tourist attraction, the Bluebell Railway, in West Sussex, England. All right. Um, the title of the film is in, is in no doubt in reference to Operation Overlord, the code name for the Allied operation for the Battle of Normandy, launched the successful invasion of Nazi-occupied Europe. This, alongside Operation Neptune, would become known as D-Day. Uh, let's see. And then uh, the scene where Chase's neck snaps back so fast, causing bones to stick out of his chest, was done by 
old school puppetry and animatronics. All right, and then uh, here's a couple of the goofs. Um, Soldiers of African heritage were not integrated with Caucasian units during World War II. This did not happen until July 26, 1948, when Harry, or I'm sorry, when President Harry Truman signed Executive Order 9981, ending segregation in the armed forces, and not fully enforced until Secretary of Defense Robert S. McNamara issued Directive 5120-36 15 years later on July 26, 1963. Uh, Factual errors. The only African-American airborne outfit was the 555th Parachute Infantry Battalion, Triple Nickels. Although the unit was ready for combat, it came close to being used in the Battle of the Bulge, but that crisis passed and the unit never went overseas or saw combat. All right. There was another thing on here that someone took off. Um, I don't know what... I can't remember what it was, though. Um, All right. Uh, The C-47s that are carrying the 101st Airborne supposedly have left around midnight. Yet when they are crossing the English Channel, it appears to be early dawn. When they are crossing over the coast of France, though, it becomes night again. I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't care about that shit. Um, what else is there? Is there anything else for this goddamn movie? Uh, there was just uh, they had to cut like a minute of footage out of it for it to show in um, yep in Australia. So um, they just cut out some of the gore. All right. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. There's uh, there's your uh, there was something else though um, in the goose. I, I wonder if they cut it out for you know they thought it was too. Uh, hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever. Fucking, I wish I remembered it. All right. So um, news. Let's get into some news. All right. Um, we saw the the newest trailer for uh, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> uh, we saw the uh, what else? There was the the two teaser trailers for Toy Story Four, and then uh, yeah. You want? Are we going to play them? I have no idea. Just go into your stories instead of just giving a rundown of uh, and saying and yeah. Okay, so pika pika. Oh yeah, and yeah. So, give us your opinion on uh, Ryan Reynolds doing. No, just talk about it, and I'll give my. Just talk about it. As someone who has almost always hated Pokemon for over twenty years now, there you go. Um. I, I I am actually surprised by this trailer. Like it looks stupid, but it looks cool at the same time. Um, and uh, I, you know what? I, I I am a little interested. I am. I am actually a little interested in, in this film. You want to listen to the trailer? Let's see. Welcome to Rhyme City, a celebration of the harmony between humans and Pokemon. A celebration of the harmony. Your tongue was a legend in this precinct. Humans. If you were talk anything like your tongue. I'm not. I remember. You wanted to be a Pokemon trainer when you were young. Yeah, that didn't really work out. Someone there? Whoever you are. It doesn't work this. if you have a staper. Oh, jeez. Here we go. I know. You can't understand me. But put down the stapler or I will electrocute you. Did you just talk? Whoa. Did you just understand me? Oh, my God. You can understand me. Stop. I've been so lonely. They try to talk to me all the time. All they hear is Pika Pika. Uh, you can hear him, right? Pika Pika. Pika Pika Pika, he's adorable. You're adorable. They can't understand me, kid. Can no one else hear him? I don't need a Pokemon, period. And what about a world-class detective? Because if you want to find your pops, I'm your best bet. 
We're gonna do this, you and me. Together, and that magic is called hope. Listen up. We got ways to make you talk. Or mine. Yeah. So tell us what we want to know. Pipe. Yes, okay, I can. Shoving, pushing. My problem is that I push people away and then hate them for leaving. He's saying you can shove it. What? I can shove it? Okay, that's it. No, we're switching roles. I'm bad cop. You're good cop. No, 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 we're not cops. In my head, I saw that differently. That could end up being cool, or could it or could also end up being pixels? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I don't foresee it being pixels at all. Uh, mainly for one reason: mm-hmm. um, if you look at the way that it's done with the fur on Pikachu, yeah, and and how they have all the Pokemon, like the Bulbasaur is walking through. Yeah, God damn it! I. When I was like, I don't want to, uh, <laughs> yeah. Detective Pikachu, I don't care. Ryan Reynolds, I don't care. And then they did, and I'm like, hmm. I may have to see this fucking movie. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know what? And I, like I said, as someone who hates fucking Pokemon, this doesn't look that bad. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know why you hate Pokemon. I Dude, I, I, you know what it is? I, I, I no, hate, I don't. It's not the characters themselves that I hate. It's the, the whole style of it. I, I don't care for the whole, I stand here. And I do a move, and then you stand there and you do your move. I don't fucking. I, I've always hated that shit. That shit bothers me. Um, did you ever watch a cartoon? Yeah, I, I didn't really get into the cartoon, but I watched. I watched. Uh, I watched a bunch of episodes when it first came out. Tried to get into it. So, but just was. This never mind. No, it, hey, what it is, what it is. I'm not a big fan of uh, of Pokemon myself. I don't. It's not me. Yeah. But uh, hey, goddamn, this looks fucking good. How can you dispute something that's fucking made billions upon billions and billions of dollars? And as as someone says in the comments, this makes me think of how much crap did Pikachu say over the years when we heard his Pika P. <laughs> like, what was he saying? Huh, Detective P, um, Detective Pikachu, Deadpool. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds has been uh, hinting at this for quite a while. By the way, has he? Yeah, with his uh, tweet of Pikachu, Deadpool, <laughs> things like that. Okay, yeah. All right, all right. So uh, yeah, then uh, Toy Story came out with the two. St- I'm sorry, Toy Story four came out with two teaser trailers. One was uh, the the second one is better. Yeah, the second one was the Key and Peele, uh, the valet guys. Fucking funny You're shit. Me. He said that to your face. To my face. And then what happened? So I get real close, right? Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like, I don't care which Cabbage Patch you're from. <laughs> Give me back my Viewmaster before I knock the dimples off your face. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. No, you didn't. You don't even care, ah, man. Yeah. Hey, you are a I don't care bear. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Ducky. Yeah. You see the new movie trailer? For what? You ain't see it? See what? What is it, buddy? Ducky. What? They're making another Toy Story movie. No! I thought those movies were done, dog. They made three movies. They did make three movies. This is number four. Oh, shoot! Come <laughs> on! I love the Toy Story, dog. Uh, Toy Story is my that's, jam. That's, what, wait, what about Buzz Lightyear stuff? I am Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger. <laughs> and then Woody's like, you are a toy! Oh, yeah, that's pretty good, Woody. Do the flying <laughs> thing he does. Do it, do it, oh, do oh. it. <clears throat> To infinity and your mom. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. That's not right. You sure? No, that's not right. I'm pretty sure that's it. No, 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 let me show you. To insanity 
and a blonde. What do you even That's how it goes. Saying? No, that's how it goes. To immunity and respond. To indecency and frequently. Hey, hey, guys, you got it all wrong. It's to infinity and beyond. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You can't go to infinity, dummy. It's impossible. He up here talking about infinity. You don't go beyond infinity. You don't know nothing about science. You don't know nothing about science. And then that fucking spork guy in the other tree. Yeah, <laughs> I, I gotta find it. The, the, that's probably my favorite new character right now. Yeah. Toes and flows of angel hair and ice cream castles in the air and feathered canyons everywhere. Fucking hilarious. I really hope that that movie is worth them doing it. And I mean, look, Toy Story 3, I was I was like, what the fuck else are you going to do? But and Toy Story 3 was really, really good. So, you know, they said, you know, just like with Incredibles, if an idea for a, a sequel comes up that's worth doing, then they'll do it. But, right. So. I like the spork. <laughs> All right. Um, and then uh, what else was there? There's, um, oh, the Mandalorian thing with uh, Diego Luna. Yeah. And uh, Gina Carino. Gina Carano. Carano. Oh, you didn't know about this either? Yeah, she's in The Mandalorian as well. She played, um, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, she's very hot. All right. She was in Deadpool. Yeah, I know. She's the uh, less than angry uh, Rosie O'Donnell or something. Or more angry Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. She's, I think she's fucking hot and shit, but that's just me. Um <clears throat> anyway, yeah, uh, the uh, look, dude. I, we've already talked about. I, I, I don't think Diego Luna is a bad actor or anything. I just there's something about him. I just don't. I don't. I just don't like the dude. So I, you know, the fact that he's gonna be on this, uh, on this uh, show, you know, this Rogue One prequel. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, I'll try not to let that get in the way because you know I, I know that's petty bullshit. You know, because it could end up being really fucking good. Yeah, so. there's going to be a, a Rogue One prequel series. Yeah, and. Uh, We'll go from there. And then also, uh, then you've got um, uh, Pedro Pascal, who's going to be in the Mandalorian uh, thing that they're doing, right? From Did we just not mention that? No, we didn't mention Pedro Pascal. We mentioned Gina. Gina no, you mentioned Pedro Pascal as well. That's, and why, so, that's why I brought up Gina Carano. And so uh, Stan Lee died as and well. Stan Lee died. <laughs> Which is a shame, but... I mean, the dude was 95, and... I, I, mean, I mean, his wife died like last year, didn't she? 
Yeah, she, I think she died even less than a year ago. So, and that's, I mean, if you look up deaths, like uh, when people have been married that long, they the man, if the wife dies first, mm-hmm. the man usually doesn't last. Yeah, that Johnny Cash and June Carter. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he died, uh, I think, uh, it might have been, I don't even think it was a year after she died that he died, you know, a year and a half at the most. So, um, yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, so uh, it's... You know, I look, I mean, dude, if Stan Lee had made it to just 85, you know, it would have been like, damn, he lived to 85, you know? So the fact that he made it to 95 and he got to do cameos in all of these films, I mean, that's he awesome. He still has more cameos coming up, yeah, too. Yeah, he's still got, he's still got at least two, if yep. not more, you know? And so. he, dude, can you fucking believe Venom has made 700 million worldwide? Nope. <laughs> dude, it's like, it like, I, ugh. We're fucking sheep, dude. God damn we're it. We're fucking sheep. Yeah, boy, fuck it. Uh, well, hey, that pretty much guarantees that we're going to see Woody Harrelson play Carnage. <laughs> I may not go see that movie. Yeah, uh, you know what? I look. Uh, yeah, well, I will. We'll approach that road when it gets there, man. You know that we're still a couple years at least from that shit. Yeah, I'm just. I'm. I'm not. I know that that, that this is encouraging Sony to keep making mediocre fucking movies. I'm. I'm done with going to see non-Marvel Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And. Um, I'm making my stand. <laughs> I am. I'm making my stand. And the problem is, is that, and, and here's here's the exception to that stand. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man into the void or into the Spider-Verse, uh-huh. because that's a an animated film. Yeah. That's the exception mm-hmm. because that has nothing to do, and it looks really fucking good. Yeah. Um. So uh, that's an exception. However, I'm talking about live action stuff. I will never go see a non-Marvel live-action Marvel movie from now on. Not Dark Phoenix? I don't want to see that. I don't care. <laughs> but it's... I, this tech, is the end. Yes, exactly. I mean, how appropriate was that? <laughs> they they did that on purpose. Yeah. How fucking appropriate. I don't. I just don't want to go see the Dark Phoenix anyways. It doesn't... That movie doesn't interest me. Yeah. I'm kind of losing the... So, yeah. Uh, you know, it... Look, Marvel's gonna give their shit, man. So you, let's just see what happens next year. You know, with uh, when they they finally start announcing what they're gonna be doing. Yeah, you know, I, you after know. Avengers comes out and everything. So you know, it, it maybe sooner than that. Maybe after uh, Captain Marvel comes out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Captain Marvel's coming out in March, I believe, and then a month later is when we're getting Infinity War Part Two. What was that one website that we always went to? Is it Movie Web? Uh, upcom- upcoming movies. Um. I just don't know if upcoming movies has nope, the 2019. It's movie web. Suck it. All right. So we have January, How to Train Your Dragon, which is, um, Hellboy has been pushed back. I don't think it's coming out in January. Yeah. The Irishman. Yeah, that's the one done by um, Scorsese. Is that James Caan? Uh, no, I, I, that's De Niro. Uh, it's got De Niro, Pacino, um, and some other uh, some other guys in there. Uh, it's going to be on Netflix. Spend a bunch of money on that shit. What is this one? Ad Astra? I don't know what that is. What do men want? Doom. There's a new Doom movie coming out, everybody. Oh, great. That's what we need. Another movie about about demons from hell that aren't, aren't that demons. isn't about demons from hell. Escape Room. Well, we haven't even seen anything yet, so we don't know. Uh, another movie about Escape Room. Uh, chaos Walking. A dystopian world where there are no women and all living creatures can hear each other's thoughts. I'll pass on that. Like, uh, why Happy th- Death Day w- looks funny. Yeah, it does. The Happy Death Day sequel. Uh, the Prodigy. Smack my bitch up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a 
about the kid who would be king. That's what the sequel would be called. <laughs> I don't care about the kid who would be king. The Lego Movie Part Two looks good. It looks funny, yeah. Fighting and the Widow. That's that's February. February. Let's see what we got coming in March. Spies in disguise. Yeah, I don't care for that. I, you know. Oh yeah, that that anime. I saw the trailer for that. <laughs> Captain Marvel. Okay, well that's Saving Grace. Uh, five feet apart. I don't care about Tyler Perry's whatever. Dumbo looks very interesting. Dumbo. The Beach Bum, Captivity State. Captive State, yeah, it's the one, uh, the, you know. The, yeah. yeah. Us, Wonder Park. World War Z, too. Yeah, I'll, I'll believe that shit. They, they, I think that this, that's, no. I, I think that they, they haven't gone into production on World War Z, too, yet. Avengers 4 in April. Pet Cemetery, which we're fucking going to see. Wasn't the Tenacious D sequel supposed to come out sometime last month? I don't know. I don't care. Shazam. Wow, we got we have Avengers, Pet Cemetery, and fucking Shazam. And Pet Cemetery and Shazam are coming out the same week. Well, I think we should see Pet Cemetery because I think um, Sh- we're seeing fucking Shazam. You want to see DC's Shazam? You know why? Warner Brother DC. Because I love Shazam. Okay. So suck my ass. So you're ready to be fucking insulted and yes. pissed off? Okay. Uh, Playmobil, <laughs> Robbers, Thieves, and Rebels. Oh, just another wannabe Lego movie. Lego movie. Uh, when's, when's Duplo going to come out? Another movie called Project X. <laughs> another one? Come on. God damn. Penguins, Untitled Disney Toon movie. Uh, oh, I know Toy Story 4 is coming out in June. May is Aladdin. Yeah, the live action Aladdin. John Wick 3. Ooh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kick some. Uh, Rocket Man. That's about um, Elton John. I'm going to shoot you in the face and then go feed my dog. Godzilla. Detective Pikachu. <laughs> That's a cool poster. Bad Boys 4. It should be Bad Boys 3, because Bad Boys 3 has not been made yet. Ugly Dolls. Yeah, this dude, this site's fucking outdated, man. It, it, this is old shit. Cause, Minecraft. What do you mean it's out? Because, dude, look at that. It says Bad Boys 4. Well, they wrote it wrong. It's not outdated. They wrote it wrong. Uh, Pikachu. But Just like the thing they have there with Hellboy. Um, Hellboy coming out in January. It's not coming out in January. Right. It just... It, Dark Phoenix, I don't care. And uh, Toy Story, Go Like Hell. Oh, about Carol Shelby. Cool. That looks interesting. Yeah, Just League 2. See see what I mean? That's not happening. They canceled that shit. They're, 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 yeah, I mean, Zack Snyder's gone. Henry Cavill's gone. Right, but this is, uh, again, gone. this is 2019. They don't need to really worry about it. They just put it up there for now. And then Gambit, which may not happen. Cowboy Ninja Viking. <laughs> Transformers 7 7 even though fucking 6 hasn't come out yet so The Secret Life of Pets 2 me thinks that oh hold on a second yeah they need to update their shit so movie web well they don't care about updating it right now they don't need to update it we're still in fucking November of 2018 they don't need to do anything until we get closer to real release dates so they're just putting stuff up there to get people to come to their website uh, that's sketchy to me it's not sketchy. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. That's how you get website visitors is by writing stuff and posting it. Even lying. It's not lying. There's no lie. They literally said plot unknown. It's not a lie. And they made a mistake. So that's not a big deal. Spider-Man Far From Home, The Lion King, Hobbs, I don't know what that is, Top Gun 2, and that's been put on hold, 17, Annabelle 3, Independence Day 3, there's Bad Boys 4, see? Inhumans, see? Inhumans have been canceled. Yeah, but this 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 was probably done like two years ago when it was announced. Yeah. So they don't have to worry about doing anything again until 
2019 comes around and then they when they start fixing everything up. Okay, so I I've, I know personally that I will not go to MovieWeb to look forward because they're unreliable in their predictions or their other schedule. I would go there because 99% of the shit is reliable other than a couple of mistakes that they've already made. It, uh, we've seen three mistakes. Who gives a shit? That's why I go here just to see what's going on. We already know what's going on anywhere, anyways with most of the movie stuff that we talk about. So when they have something on here that's been that's been written two years ago or more for release dates that have come out for for movies and they haven't updated it yet because it's not 2019, I don't worry about it. I don't I don't worry about that shit. It chapter two. So let's talk about a uh, an invitation that we just received. Just talk about it. Just just get into it, dude. We don't have to we don't have to fucking we don't have to do the uh the you, teaser. You know, sometimes I, I try to drop a hint so that you'll just start talking about it and you you fucking you, you no. You. Yeah, because I don't I don't I I don't care about hints. I, I don't I like I like just getting into it. I guess so, yeah, god damn it. Yeah, all you have to do is talk about it. All right, so yeah, um Mr. Josh uh, Fallen or how you uh, you know Fallon. Spell it. F O L A N. Follen? Follen? Yeah, let's say Josh Follen. All right, so Mr. Josh Follen has uh, uh, invited us to do a review of his film called Love is Dead. We're going to do a review of his trailer. I'm sorry, wait, there's an exclamation point with it. Love is Dead! We're going to do a review of his trailer. So, we're yeah, we're going to... It sucks. No. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, If you go to YouTube and check out NYEH Entertainment... I'm going to do this. Yeah. Copy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fucking make fun of this shit. I'm not making fun of it. I'm just saying, like, you, you want to go there? Yeah. Uh, do you have a what did what's your fucking pick of the week? My pick of the week was uh, Mandy. No, for this episode. For Overlord? Um, I don't know yet. Um, maybe I'll do. Um, I'll, you know what? Why, uh, why don't you just hold on to that thought? And then we'll we'll reconvene on Tuesday, and then they'll we'll love me when I'm dead. How about that one? I don't care. Um, it's a traditional family sitcom exploring all the traditional network television tropes: chauvinism, sexism, adultery, rape, murder, love, etc. All right. So yeah, it's a. Why don't you read what he wrote us? I'm gonna. Oh, fucking a. All right. So uh, yeah. Hey Mike, not not Hey Mike and Joe. I guess he, he likes you only. Maybe it's the fucking mustache. Well, it's because I'm the only one that updates. Or it could be that as well. Uh, I have a new film, a dark comedy feature titled Love Is Dead. I directed, edited, produced, and acted in. That is being. Uh, oh God, I read like shit. That is being released digitally on Thanksgiving, and would love if you'd consider giving it a look and perhaps reviewing slash chatting about it on the show. It's an adaptation of an Irish uh, playwright, uh, Sini... Shawnee Sagru. I, I said Sini, didn't I? I fucking... God damn That's why I know. That's okay. Stage work by the same name. Our second collaboration together, the first being a dark thriller called Catch-22, based on the unwritten story by Shawnee Sugru. Sagru. <laughs> that was released early last year. All right. So, yeah, and you already read the synopsis of the show, so... Yeah, that's- it's... Well, um, it's, a, it's shot in a traditional three-camera sitcom set, on a pseudo soundstage in Queens, New York, uh, three standalone episodes of a television show that's way too risque for any network's rigid, conformative tastes. Tastes. I don't know what lid means. Uh, very simple. Uh, L.I.D. Um, Love is Dead. Very simply has never been done. We went all the way with old school 70, 80 sitcom format, three camera sitcom setup, 
framed it in a 4 by 3 video aspect ratio, added a range of VHS tape playback effects to both picture and sound, which was really good, painted in a studio audience reacting appropriately, even through in commercial breaks with off-putting PSAs and ads. It aims to be the TV show that every morbid sitcom writer's room from yesteryear wished it could have had. Um, I'm really looking forward to this. Yes, definitely. We, Absolutely. And I'm not going to play the trailer. You're not going to play the trailer. I am not going to play the trailer because I want people to go to okay, uh, gotcha. the YouTube website, uh, N-Y-E-H, Nya. Yeah. Nya Entertainment, N-Y-E-H Entertainment. I'm going to put, I'm going to put the link up. Uh, on the website, yeah. um, actually, we're gonna probably have to post this episode before Thanksgiving. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I think the 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 person I'm the biggest fan of of, of this uh, of this film, for, just based on the trailer, it's got to be the mom. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ! Yeah, she reminds me of uh, George Costanza's mom or something. <laughs> but the way that they did the trailer, yeah, is the way that I think a lot of trailers should be done, which is they he he intercut it. Yeah, this entire conversation happens with this intercut, and it goes from whatever you know point A through point Z. Yeah, and the way that they he cuts it is it's one entire long conversation. Yeah, and I loved it. I, lo- I loved it so much that I want uh, more people to I want people to steal his shit and do what he's doing yeah because he's not the only one I saw this happen on another uh, I can't remember exactly when I saw this happen on another uh, uh, trailer or uh, another um, oh um, it was something I was watching earlier today um, the fuck was it? it was on YouTube and um, it was a best of something or other. Mm-hmm. And the the way that the guy had intercut all of the pieces was like one long... Oh, it was um, Rami Malek. Oh, okay. <laughs> doing the, the Freddie Mercury Queen stuff. Yeah. And he was doing an interview, and the way that they, they set it all up was he would talk about something, and then the conversation would continue through like a podcast that he was doing, and then Jimmy Fallon, and mm-hmm. then Jimmy Kimmel, and then it would go back to like Ellen or something like that. Yeah. So he would talk about the teeth. He would talk about you know his first story the, the, of meeting the band and this and that and the other thing. And they strung all these clips together to make one long presentation. Yeah. And this is what this guy's done with his Love is Dead trailer as well. Mm-hmm. He's just strung it together to make one long conversation. Yes. And it's fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. It really is brilliant. And I'm really glad that he contacted us to uh, yeah, to yeah. want to watch it. Oh hell yeah, dude! Uh, yeah, thanks. Thank you very much, Josh. It's uh, you know what? Uh, I'm honored. You know, honored that you would ask us to do this. So uh, yeah. so yeah, we'll, we're definitely gonna we'll review the film and uh, we'll give our opinions on it. And, yeah. And you know what? I, I, I truly I hope the film is as good as the trailer because uh, it's definitely piqued my interest. Yes. So. All right. So uh, yeah, um, you want to read that again um, off of the uh, you know the site, the link, N Y E H Entertainment. I'm just gonna put a link up when we post the. All right, and we'll put the link up. Boop. Just like that. Boop 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 boop. boop. So yeah, everything that this is this is kind of what we want to do. We want to be able to do independent films. Yeah. You know, this is not the old Cinescape. This is the new Cinescape where we're going to uh, we're going to do different things in the next year. Um, yeah, we like doing the regular movie review, but as a teaser, it everybody does a fucking movie review. Mm-hmm. We are going to we're going to change it up a bit, and um, we want to have a little bit. We we want to have a lot more fun with this. Yes, so absolutely, that's all we got. So please send us your movies. We will watch them. We will review them. Yes, we uh, will love them. Yeah. So maybe maybe you should get on Twitter and say that. <laughs> 
I don't know what that means. I'm tweeting. <laughs> Maybe you should get on Twitter and tweet it out. <laughs> it, it, in, instead of the fucking, the, the three and a half listeners that, that are listening to the show. Stop it, stop it. It's 3.75. So. You're, you're playing yourself short. Okay. So uh, on behalf of Zephira, I... Um, really? You're going to go right back into that shit? Yes, I started that way. I'm maybe, going to end it that way. Maybe I, mean, I should just stop the You know, you're fun. such a hater. Really? 